Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town. And what we got coming up for you tonight? Well, let's be honest, it was a brilliant weekend. We ended the hoodoo, a magnificent game at Kenilworth Road. And we come out 3-1 winners, so we'll be discussing that. Um, and we're going to be talking about the EFL blackout. Might be changing. Uh, we'll preview Norwich and we'll get through your comments as well. Um, no Luke tonight, so that's why I'm sitting here on my own. And then opposite me, because I'm not on my own, is Bataro. Bataro, good to see you, fella. You too, sir. Good evening. Good yeah. evening. Yeah, where's Luke gone? Luke uh, doing, actually, mate? to be fair, uh, Luke is ill. Um, hopefully, make a recovery so we can record our Watford special. Um, however, how'd you find the weekend? Uh, well, like you said, Dave, you summed it up. Magnificent. I think you can sit here and list off a list of words, obviously, but it was just, oh, mate. Atmosphere is cracking, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's brilliant. Well, I mean, I sit in the Kenilworth, so <laughs> I don't know about that. But yeah, nah, look, it was it was just from start to finish. It was, I think the only thing missing was a clean sheet. But And we was in luck in that know. department too with the, without yeah, the clean yeah, of sheet. Course. But nah, it was brilliant all round. It made, I think, made everyone Saturday that was there. And hey, maybe we should do, do early kickoffs every time. Mm, well, I, mean, I, I don't really like them. Because I'd like to, you know, have a few more beers before we get to football. But eh, it, w- it was nice, in a way, to have breakfast. Only a couple of pints, but... So least, yeah. did, you have, did you not go out to celebrate afterwards like I did? No, no, no. Did you go out? Yeah. Oh, did you? Oh, lovely. Well, you went. You, you didn't come home with us, did you? <laughs> no, so I didn't, know. That's, that's where you missed out, mate. Could have told me, you bastard. <laughs> Straight <laughs> Let's have a look at some of your three-word reviews um, uh, about uh, Luton 3, QPR 1. Mick says about bloody time. Uh, true uh, Liam proper Luton performance uh, Ian better team one team Luton high energy levels roll off uh, on a roll uh, Nick another hoodoo ended uh, Chris Campbell's a machine uh, Steve Cornick Jerome Freeman uh, and uh, Clive stand by Elijah oh, we can talk about that in a bit and uh, Don uh, that's job done hey, what do you reckon Oh, mate, that's job done. That, yeah, that guy, well, he had it coming, didn't he, since last season? But. Well, you know, we, we talked about this in the preview pod, really, um, that if there's things to motivate um, you against the opposition, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about how um, that that image would have been quite a good one to show in the dressing room beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm bloody glad we did, we did a... We did him really, didn't we? Hundred percent. I mean, and he got clouded. I think it was him that got clouded as well for Jerome's goal. He got clouded yeah. by his own goalkeeper though, and oh, that's, that's the main thing. Hopefully, it's hurt him, and he's you know he's out for a few weeks or something. That'd be great, wouldn't it? But obviously, he won't. That's a bit unfair. Nah, it's true though. I think I think really, you know, when you think of the, the quality of the opposition we were against, where they were at the table, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Queens Rangers are no mugs. We just haven't managed to beat them for a long, long time. I think when we just looked through, was it 2006 in the Six, league? Something like that, yeah. 2006 in the league and 2007 in the cup. 
Um, it's been a long, long time coming. So yeah. enjoy it. Enjoy it while we can. And, you know, I don't care what they think of us. Mm-hmm. I don't care if they feel that, you know, we're over the top with celebrations. We should just get on and do it and celebrate and, and enjoy what was a magnificent full team yes. performance, including substitutes and managerial decisions. Brilliant. Yeah, it was, when we talk yeah, about it spotless, wasn't it, really? Like Nick said there, another hoodoo ended. That is key. All these hoodoos that were ended in the last couple of years since Mr. Jones come back. But, yeah, no, it's brilliant. We turn up every week now and we have no idea what's going to happen at home, do we? Well, I hope the form has turned. <coughs> we haven't, um, you know, we haven't been super at home, but I think the form maybe has turned at home and maybe this is the start of something really good. Uh, considering where we are in the division right now, we shouldn't be complaining, should we? No, no, no way near. So the game uh, on Saturday, uh, we were unchanged from West Brom. That didn't really surprise me uh, because I thought we put in a good shift up there. Um and to be honest, when, when you thought about the start of the game and, and QPR are knocking the ball around quite brightly and you're just thinking, oh God, is it going to just be, we're just going to be run off the park? Because again, I have to tell you, at the start of play, they were effectively joint top. They were only third on goal difference uh, behind Sheffield United and um, was it Burnley or Norwich? Uh, well, yeah, it's, it One of those two. Them two but Burnley, I think. But to be fair, I mean, like I said, at the table, there is, I think, like, probably about six points from sort of like top to, I think, something like 10th place, something like that, 12th place, something like that. But, um, I mean, don't quote me on that, it's probably wrong, but something along the lines of that. But it's very tight this season, and obviously, uh, it's not really, it is kind of early, like early doors still, but it's getting to the point now, I think, where it's starting to take shape slightly. Yeah. Like I always say, give it 10, 12 games, whatever, then we look at it, I think we're now 14 games in already. Right, yeah, yeah. And I think, We'd be happy with what we've got. I mean, yeah, people, I know Luke likes to sit there sometimes and say, oh, you know, we should have won this, we should have won that, which we probably could have done or should have done, yeah. But at the end of the day, we are sitting on 21 points from 14 games. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant thing. It's not, it's not, bad. It's yeah. not bad considering where we were for the first six games, realistically. And and I still think we're we're in contention, which is cool. You know, I think we are content. We're not to be laughed mm-hmm. at anymore. You know, you got to take our team seriously um i said qpr started brightly and probably had the first opportunity and um i think lock here probably jumped in front of whoever i can't even remember who it was who tried to strike it but you know designed him this opportunity and on the preview podcast i said if we get an early goal it could be something and genuinely uh 11 minutes and morris sends in that cross 11 minutes in 11 minutes yeah yeah. 11 minutes mark and i kept thinking surely it was longer than that Oh, I didn't even realise it's 11 minutes in. Wow. I mean, to score a goal that early on and then, well, to keep up the tempo, I feel, for large periods of the game after that. Because let's face it, we all know what QPR are about. But no, that is brilliant. And like you say, that ball in, Adi Bio to uh, Morris. Morris back to Adi Bio, I believe. Absolutely. Do you know what? On the day itself, it felt longer. I have to be honest. Are you definitely che- you're checking it, aren't I'm you? bloody checking it, yeah. Oh, Dave, come on, man. Just, let's trust Jacob. I trust on. Jacob, okay. I'll I trust. mean, some, sometimes Jacob, mate, it's questionable, but no, we'll, we'll believe you on this one. Okay. Um, Eddie Bear, right place, right time. Is he back on form right now? I think the last three, four games, he's been showing that, you know, he's maybe back to his old self a little bit more. I mean, like you say, he needed that confidence maybe for the first goal, but I think, yeah, he, he's looking a lot sharper, isn't he? He's... Right. I don't know what's changing him. Maybe he's a lot fitter. Maybe, I don't know. But yeah. So I, I knew it was longer than that. 18 minutes in. Oh, Jacob, mate, you're sacked. Maybe he means 11 minutes later. 
Nah, it says here, like, breakthroughs on the 11th minute mark. Ooh, that is, ooh. Anyway, whatever time it was, it was well-deserved yeah, at that cool. point. I think we, I think our midfield were were sort of in control. Mm-hmm. Um, and Morris was really standing out. He was a standout player um, in the first half for me. Uh, very strong, and you could see why, yet again, yeah. we say, you can see why we paid for him, can't you? Oh, I mean, I still sit here and think to myself, why the hell did I say to begin the season? I'm unsure about if we'd pay that much money for him. Is he that good? The guy is just blowing everyone away, and he? he he is something different. He really is. He's got everything in his locker. I mean, he can hold the ball up. We say it every week, holds the ball up. He can finish. He's both footed. I mean, that cross with his left foot for Eddie Bio's goal. Come on, that is his filth. That's filth. Filth. But also, Eddie Bayo seems to have that. Um, understanding now mm. with him that the partnership there could be a really good strong one, couldn't it? Well, they're two big boys, aren't they? I mean, we know what you're getting from Andy Bio. I think Morris has proven what we're going to get from him now. I think, and realistically, you need someone like Morris. He might be a you know a number nine, a real proper centre forward, yeah, yeah. proper force. But this guy can run the channels if he wants to. He can. He's very. He's got a step he's, over. He's very strong, isn't he? Yeah. And, and and like Luke always says, you know, he's got that little trick up his sleeve yes, that, yes. that we like to see. Um, we had more chances in the first half and you're sitting there wondering, you know, if we don't take, you know, mm-hmm. there was a, I think, did Ali Bay have another shot on on goal? He had a head of the, off the, yeah. off the, uh, the bar on post. The, on post, post and and, and yeah. then it hit the goalkeeper and didn't go in. Yeah. Um, you had attempts from, I think, I think another one from Lansbury and Morris yeah. again. And you're just thinking, are we going to get punished because we haven't, we haven't put these away. Well, because we know what happens usually. How many times we've done it at home this season, last season? Well, you know, you've you've got a goal up. You haven't taken your opportunities, and you can see a couple of late goals, for example, or one. But yeah, it was just. I think I feel at certain times there could be moments that went against us. For example, when they hit the crossbar, a bit dangerous. But in the that was second half though for them, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but. What I'm saying is, like, other times, you know, a team would have had, like, one shot and got one goal, and it's, it's literally... Well, I know you don't believe moments, in... You, you know you don't believe in a bit of luck there, <laughs> but, you know, it didn't go in, so that's a cool thing to say. But um, what it's I was going to... was going to finishing, Dave, isn't it? Well, well yeah. It's finishing, really. Well, how did it do your XG? I don't know. <laughs> Let's not get into that. Thank God Luke's not here tonight, eh? No, I'm joking, well, mate. If you think about the first half, though, and you think about how we were playing, and, you know... Again, QPR are quite tidy at times. They're, you know, passing the ball quite well. And they you could see they were a good team. However, um, a lot of it was nullified by our hard work. Wouldn't you say our pressing and our midfielders holding oh, the ball up? 100%. I think we had a conversation before, with, about five minutes before we started recording, about obviously what their manager uh, said post-match. And yeah. I think he mentioned something along the lines of, um, you know, Luton did like basically, not effectively the donkey work basically, and they stopped us, and he he was quite um, complimentary of what how our style of football was. Yeah, he didn't say, "Oh yeah, you know they blew us, blew us off the park or anything like that." But he said that you know Luton got stuck in. He goes, "We had like nice patches of play and blah 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 blah." But don't take nothing away from Luton, pretty much. And it was quite nice to hear. But no, our high press, our high press was from the get go was just pure energy. And I think when you've got Alan Campbell running through the centre and pressing the back three, five, whatever they were, it caused them problems. Because that guy, like you say, he's got so many lungs. <laughs> we say he has. I so mean, many lungs, more, more than two, you mean? 
oh, he's got so many. I see. He's got so many, Dave. He has to, I mean, get him a scan because the guy is ridiculous. How can he run for like, let's face it, it's not just... His energy's a whole game. Yeah, because yeah. some people say, oh, he dies off after, you know, 45, 55 minutes, something like that. But I feel like as the season progresses, like last season, he got fitter and fitter and fitter. The more games he played, he was... People would have said, oh, he's going to burn himself out soon. But he never did. He just got better. I don't want to think about this right now, but I'm going to ask the question, how much longer will you stay at Luton if we don't go up? I, I can't even... I don't even want to get into that, to be fair. I'm not even going to answer that. I don't think it's a thing that we should be thinking about. But look, he has got serious talent. It's not like he just runs as well. He has got talent as well. I, I, I want to watch brain. him play. I, I think he loves playing for us. I mm-hmm. think he's really passionate. There's a, there is a photograph I saw earlier today of him celebrating it, uh, one of our goals, and it was absolute sheer delight mm-hmm. from him. He was the only one thumping the air at the time, I think. Um, I do like him a lot. Um, but as always, I kept thinking, you know, we got to half time, and I'm just thinking, if they get one back, yeah. we're done for. We need to get the second goal. We need to get that second goal before they score, because, you know, We've seen Luton down capitulate quite a few times, especially against Queen's Park Rangers. Um, it was a really quite open game. It was a, it was a proper football match and a proper Luton performance, as uh, they said on the three-word review. Um, Tyler Roberts hits the bar. That's what I mentioned. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah, sorry, yeah he hits off, the bar it? and then uh, what happens? Uh, we have a triple substitution. <laughs> yeah, which I was, I'll, I'll be honest, I was quite... Uh, to be fair, I wasn't the only one on the day. I heard some other people as well around me, but as soon as he went, the whole substitution's changed in the front two again. I just had, I just smelt Wigan all over again. Um, uh, but look, it, it, maybe it's just me being silly and whatever I was thinking that, but I wasn't the only one. But did you not get slightly concerned? Um, it, it was going quite well for us at the time. When you when you take off the people that you think are playing really, mm. really well, uh, my my thoughts are, He's actually got a lot of faith in Jerome and Cornick. Mm-hmm. Um, who else came on? I can't remember. Uh, Freeman. Freeman, of course. He has a lot of faith in those players. Yeah. And, and mate, the others had run their nuts off all game. You know, it was it was a, it was a really that's the thing. Yeah, energetic game. Yeah, a yeah. lot of running. So you give him a little break. Um, so you know, Jerome comes on, and then uh, we have that persistence from him where he nicks the ball. Oh, he's, he was phenomenal when um, he came Yeah, on. well, he nicked it off and done in the first place, didn't he? Run past him, mm-hmm. and keeper comes rushing out. Ball smashes against the melee of those two players. Yeah. It finally, luckily... Takes a nick off his boot, doesn't it? Off Jerome's boot. Well, as it's do you know what? Through. And the actual t- when that went in, it was like ecstasy, because this is 2-1, we're not going to let this... No, 2-0. 2-0 at the time, We're yeah. not going to let this go. Um, and for me, on the day at the time... Jerome definitely scored that goal. Well, you, you told me earlier, I didn't know you enlightened me, Dave. That, um, I, wouldn't li- I wouldn't lie to you. Enlightened, mate. sorry. No, enlightened. You oh, enlightened me that apparently it was Jerome's goal. Yeah, uh, the dubious goals panel have investigated yeah. it and uh, Cameron's been given the goal. Rightly and when so. I slowed it down earlier, because I couldn't, I couldn't quite believe it when he told me that, I was like, oh, wow, okay, let me look at this. And I slowed it down. It does look like the ball nicks off his boot. As well, it goes, as it well, hits it Jimmy Dunn, it looks like it's taken a, like the slightest of movement off the end of his boot. If you are a striker and that ball running away from you, and he was on part, he was just watching it in. If he hadn't touched it, he would have kicked that in for his because he would want the goal. I record. mean, it was quite away in front of him. To be fair, wasn't it? honestly, he he was following that in for yeah. definite. He would have got it and kicked it in. Um, 
But, you know, at 2-0, you're thinking, this is good. Don't concede now. Don't concede late. Don't make the mistake of conceding because, we again, we've got to think about this history we've had with Queen's Park Rangers when they have been, you know, trailing and then getting those last-minute last, go- last minute goals, last-minute, you know, whatever pens well, and whatever. Last season, didn't they? Yeah. So, you know, you don't want history to repeat itself. And then what happens? Um, huh. There's a free kick, wasn't it? Um, goal, wasn't it? Free kick from the left-hand side. Bradley's header deflected onto the bar. and oh, then Bradley's header with- According to our notes, Bradley's header flicks onto the bar, onto Horvath's back, and it's in the net. And it's 2-1, and suddenly you go, bugger. Mm-hmm. Um, this could be a last, a tough last few minutes. I think then the board went up, didn't it? Was it four minutes, something like that? Oh, yeah. Uh, additional time. And you're I thinking, think, yeah, as they scored, the additional surely, time just gone up. surely they're not going to let this one go. Well, I was sitting there, right, and my <laughs> uncle behind me went, as the corner came in, let's face it, it should have never been a corner in the first place. I think Bradley, you know, probably should have done a bit better with the header. But whatever, even down, get it out, whatever. And let's face it, can I just say, Sonny Bradley was also fantastic on Saturday. Oh, hence the you know, match. The, the, well, that, exactly that. I'm surprised you didn't get that in <laughs> earlier, to be fair. No, nah, he was brilliant. But we'll get into that in a sec or whenever. But um, no, look, it probably, he probably should have done better with the header, but he put it out for a corner. Fine, whatever. My uncle behind me, all I can hear was, oh, yeah, you know. Oh, we need, all we need to do now is get a clean sheet, which we're probably going to do now. Two seconds later, the fucking ball came in. Oh, excuse me. Ball came in, scored. Everyone just looked at him and went, for real, mate? Like, just shut your mouth. Just keep <laughs> it quiet. Don't talk about clean sheets when we're, yeah. we're not anywhere near it. However, the two-goal advantage was restored reasonably quickly, wasn't it? Um, um, Jerome Cornick combined and they found Freeman to, who flicked the ball in and the, the place erupted. Mm-hmm. What a brilliant set of substitutions from 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 Nathan. Yeah, and like I said, <laughs> silly of me, but you know I was questioning the, the substitutions. But no, look, obviously, who am I to question it? I know nothing. But it, yeah, in the end, Jerome goal. Jerome set up Cornick to run onto the ball to set to set uh, Freeman to score. Brilliant. They all had a part in the goals. In the well, in the last two, but yeah, it was oh mate. Un- unreal like it's a masterclass and what did it feel like for you in the Kenny end quiet no, was it, was no, it, it wasn't quiet I thought I thought no, the whole place was, was, no, was really reacting honest. to a, a really decent game yeah. um, and you know both teams contributed to that but we genuinely um, I think it's probably one of the better games we've played at home don't you think I th- what this season you mean yeah I think it probably is the best game we've played at home this season for me, it, I'll be honest, like I'm about to say then about the celebration of the goal. How did I celebrate it? Well, apart from obviously, you know, getting high blood pressure, I um, I turned around to a few people and said, do you know what, I haven't celebrated it. I'll be honest, it's been a bit flat recently. I've been, not hard to get into football a bit recently, but it's been a bit, not what it was you like, not what it was like for me. Maybe because I'm tired and... Got a child now, whatever else, but yeah, bring that excuse out again. <laughs> no, nah, it's not even that. But I'll be honest, like Saturday, I was really up for it. And when we, the goal, when that, especially when that third goal went in, it was relief. As long as the second one as well. On the on our preview pod, when I was talking to um, the Queens Park Rangers uh, representative from Lofts Words, um, he wasn't too confident they would beat us. Um, and he would have been happy with a draw. 
and I, I sort of said with him, yeah, I'd be happy with a draw, but deep down, I have to be honest, mm. um, I really want to beat them because I yeah, haven't seen it for a long, long, long time. And I reveled in it and I went straight to the pub afterwards. So mm. um, <laughs> well done to those. That's the first win we've had in seven attempts against them in the championship. Um, that's amazing stat. Um, and it goes back a long, long way, clearly because of our history as well. Um, I'm glad to put that one to bed. Let's hope in the return fixture we can do the same. Eh? Uh, that'd be great, wouldn't it? But uh, what's the record like at Loftus Road? Probably really, really poor, I guess. But uh, it will Well, I, again, I've happen. been so many times, I can't remember the last time we won. Uh, I, again, I mentioned the first ever game on plastic. And, uh, you know, they might have been the first team to lay it, but we were the first team ever to win on it. So, you know, I'll, I'll always keep that stat if I can. Uh, talking of stats, um, Luton had 41% possession. Um 16 shots, three on target, and uh, QPR, eight shots, two on target. And the all-important XG, Pataro, uh-huh. is uh, we had 1.99, and uh, Queen's Park Rangers just 0.26. Not bad, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but, but yeah. again, uh, uh, Jacob has told us that uh, we lost seven and drawn one of the last eight games with QPR, and our last league win was 2-0 in January 2006. There we go. That's a crazy, crazy thing. Last league win, was that away from home as well? Well, he's not telling us that, is he? I heard someone was saying to me it was 22 years since our last home win, but whether that's, I don't know, I mean, anyone can tell us that, then crack on. But ah, it was it was just brilliant. I mean, yet again, Luton Town have 41% possession, which is a lot less in comparison to, you know, any team you play. But it's it's nice to see them stats where we have... Such little, you know, or far less possession, and we do so much with the ball. Yeah, it's days like that that really get you fired up, and you think we don't need to do a Swansea and play out the back and pass it around the back and do this and do that. I have seventy percent possession, do absolutely f all with it. We can have forty percent possession and still have sixteen shots. I think we say every week, and, and especially the last few weeks, uh, we work, we work really hard without the ball, and. We're getting the job done, and it's not always forwards, backwards, sideways, which everybody else, you can have as much possession as you want, but when your midfield and your defenders are working as a unit, we stop them. And, you know, that has been one part of our team play this season that has been immense. Would you not agree? Oh, 100%. I think we've been like that the whole time, really, haven't we? I mean, who wants to sit there and watch a team knock it around and do nothing with it? You'd rather see a team be more direct, wouldn't you, surely? Counter-attack, be more direct. Well, you, you just want chances. Um, and, and really, you want to be in control of, of the game if you can. And, you know, for, for as much as you can get them to pass sideways, chase them in, when you've got that press on, that when we get it right, it's amazing to watch our team. It's amazing. So, you know, I'm, long may it continue, and please let it continue for at least another two weeks. And can I just say as well, the thing that I'm noticing recently that I'm really, really loving about Luton as well is the cross-field passes. The switch up a play like to the fullbacks like Amari Bell I think recently this guy Amari Bell has been I think if not our best player he's, he's sure he's got to be up there because this guy is turning on now he looks class it's hard to to from Saturday's performance hard to put anybody down mm-hmm. uh, but, but you're mean, right he's, he's Amari rim- Bell for me standing out every single week he's maturing into the role yes and you know, you look it out there and you go, okay, he's like the main, you know, attack down the flank or whatever else. Same as Bree on the right hand side. Let's face it, because, you know, the forwards, they play 
more narrow. Now, obviously, they get caught up, spread out, but you know, Bree and Bell are that, that you know, wide asset for your team. But the, they, the, the squad this season, but the squad this season has mm-hmm. shown it's a proper squad. It's a proper team squad, and it's a team squad game for us. And you know, thankfully, Nathan got it all right on Saturday. Yeah, and I'm hearing people say as well, why isn't Alfie Doughty playing now? He's fit. You try and get Amari Bell at that team; it's not happening. He's playing so well. I think he knows now. He's stepping up, and he has. And I'll tell you, what, he looks twice the player from last season. Ready? He really does. Brilliant. And long may that continue. Yes, hundred um, percent. Just moving on from from uh, the game on Saturday, um, the AFL currently are looking to consider scrapping the three pm blackout as part of the new TV rights deal from two thousand twenty four. I mean, the blackout dates back to I think around about nineteen sixty, um, and it was designed to sort of help clubs like us that possibly if there was a game on TV, people wouldn't come to the games. What's your thoughts? Um. Oh. It's a weird one. I mean, we, we discussed this kind of before, obviously, we recorded, but I mean, uh, any football on TV is, is nice because obviously, if you haven't got nothing to do on a you know, Saturday at three o'clock, which nine times out of ten we have, obviously, being a football fan, following home and away. But um, I think it will be good. But at the same time, like the whole thing about protecting the lower league attendance and all that sort of stuff, I don't know. Will people stop going to football? Because I know we won't. It's, it's, difficult. A, it's a difficult fan. one. I mean, when you've got those fixtures, uh, i.e. like the one that's coming up next weekend, yeah. um, if you guarantee that was going to be on TV, you go, okay, I don't mind so much, I can't get a ticket. Yeah. Um, however, you know, I think the requirement from all the streaming services, and you've got to think about, do you stream with Prime or do you go with, if, if Sky lose it, it's going to be Prime or it's going to be uh, BT. BT. So you got to, or, yeah. Then you have to sign up for that. Uh, to see it, or do you just keep going on iFollow? <laughs> Dave, you don't, you don't do that, do you? I don't do that, yeah, no. You, I literally well, don't oh, yeah, do that. To be fair, you do travel to Belgium every weekend, don't you? For that, <laughs> yeah. or you can't go. But, um, you know, that could be quite an injection of, of money if if they sell it to the right people. I think Sky's current deal, I think I just, just read it, about $595 million wow. over five years. So... Well, if you put that into perspective with the Premier League, it's nowhere near any anything. But you know, and also you've got you know your parachute clubs and all that sort of stuff. So if they get a better deal, it's only going to benefit the division, isn't it? And and the rest um, of the year, you think, yeah, you think. But like I said, I don't think it'll affect people. If people are real fans as well, they will still go and support their club, whether it's on TV or it isn't. But the only thing I would like, I'd probably sit there and think about is the fact that if you are at home on a Saturday afternoon, say. And there's a game right at three o'clock. Who's watching Sky Sports News anymore? Or are you still watching well, Sky Sports will you News? Watch, but it's, it's kind of tradition now. Sky Sports News at three o'clock. If you're not, if you're not actually at a football match, you'll sit there and watch it. Surely you have it in the background. Oh, right? Always on the background. But uh, when Jeff Stelling leaves, and mm-hmm. you know that yeah. that that program changes, doesn't it? Of course, um, of we've asked you the same question. Um, what do you, what's your thoughts on scrapping the blackout? And uh, Ollie says it's absolutely fine. Nothing beats live football and it won't affect us with a sellout every week. With modern day internet streams and the whatnot, the 3pm blackout hasn't really existed in years anyway. My only concern is around who negotiates the deal and how the deal or what deal is struck. Fair point. Yeah, who's taking the money, that's it. Where's it being distributed as well? Uh, Diane, Diane has commented she thinks it's great uh, I've often wondered how my daughter in the US sees games that we can't um, Diane DM us and we'll t- 
tell you the VPN. Um, we are Luton Town. They say, not for me. The deal won't be a fair deal for all clubs. It never is, and that risks further disparity from the top of, to the bottom of the pyramid. Just about the right amount of live games are played on TV. I'd leave it as it is. Barry Hatter says, there should be no changes, but that's not what's going to happen. Actual supporters are not considered by TV companies. With more American owners buying into soccer, in inverted commas, it's only a matter of time. Football is becoming a TV event. Actual attendance will be less and less important. Any thoughts? Um, football is becoming a TV event. I agree. That that's where it's been flying around, isn't it? That's where it gets promoted, but... Um, actual attendances will become less and less important. Uh, hope not. Well, I think I, mean, I think I, I think what he means fair. by that less important to to the TV companies. They don't care if it's a full yeah. Out well, or not. no, of course, no. I understand that. But obviously, I just I don't know. I don't know really. I'm too sure where I stand on this one. I'm a bit in between. I mean, just a matter of sorry. Done at me there, Dave. I did a you there, yeah. <laughs> don't worry. Like we are Luton Town said, just about the right amount of live games being played on TV. Yeah, I understand that. I get that. And I agree, but for me, this doesn't even make sense what I'm about to say. I was about to say something else, but I'm thinking about a couple of things. But no, look, I'd like to see sometimes the the times being changed. Yeah, exactly. It's not it's not so much the TV. I mean, look, I can watch TV all day. I mean, three o'clock kickoff doesn't really affect us because we'll be at the football. But if every game was available yeah, on several I mean, streaming services, that would maybe change some people's views. Uh, yeah, I get that, of course. Francis says, um, for teams like us, I think it's great. Fans that can't travel or go to games will always go. Um, or fans that can travel, sorry, to games will always go. Uh, and that's true. If you can go, you go. Uh, fans that can't get to the matches will have the opportunity to watch online. The club makes money and the people get to see more games. Um, just think lockdown. Everybody watched lockdown, yeah. didn't they? Um, and Dan says, uh, why would anyone think this is a bad idea? Those that go to the game will keep going. And unless you have no commitments and money isn't uh, an option, not everyone can go every home and away game. Uh, having the option to watch away games when you have a season to get home legally is great. And I sort of agree with that yeah, because no, um, statement, that. he uses the word legally. I'm sure that everybody knows the way around it if they need to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know... Um, as long as the money goes to the club that you're paying. Yes. I think this that's the thing. If it but creates money for the lower league teams as well, then so be it. Because let's face it, the money is in the top tiers at the moment and it's not really being distributed down, is it? Let's face it. The vehicle's already there. They could open it up and I follow. But if they put it to um, stream, they'll get a lot more for it. But then it dictates, doesn't it? Prime will dictate or BT will dictate. And I don't have... I, I have Prime, I don't have BT. You know, then I might have to go out and get BT if I want to watch Luton all the time when I can't go but uh, we'll see what happens I'm sure that whatever deal is negotiated um, will be fair but yeah I mean sorry like Dave I'll just That's jump in and now, now, I, now I understand it a bit more I mean I didn't really understand what it was about I didn't realise how they were going to do it I didn't realise they were going to put was it every single game on that at 3 mm. o'clock well, I thought it was only selected games no, see, now the, I understand that then so I, the 3 yeah, the three o'clock good. blackout goes and they can offer anything so any any game in any league, any game, any league, from whatever service they provide, yeah. But you know what's going to happen? They won't do any game in any league. Well, they won't do every single game. That those lower league clubs um, will still have their eye follow coverage. I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. It's a difficult one. This is it. If it like you know, compared to eye follow and they make money from it. Uh, sorry, not the companies. I mean, not the clubs. If it benefits the clubs, yes, then so be it. But 
we never well yeah it's not it can't be a bad thing surely no it's as long as the money is distributed accordingly and fairly as well just before we go we've got a few minutes to talk about uh norwich and for those of you traveling to norwich hope you're listening i hope you're having a a, a decent journey um how are you feeling about tomorrow night you're asking me well of course uh, i'm asking you i know how i'm it, feeling no one else here is there no do you know what? I'm not feeling any kind of way about it. If anything, if I'm thinking about it now and you just put me on a spot, I'm thinking, why can't we go out to Norwich and get a result? Because... <laughs> don't say that word. Just <laughs> no, don't say that word. We're, uh, we're uh, slightly... Doing would you take... This right is Luke's favourite question. Uh, would you take a defeat at Norwich for, win a, for, for yeah. a guaranteed win? 100%, of course right, I would. So then let's go with that. I mean, it's not like he was he was saying the other way. I mean, Luke likes sitting there, would you take a loss, like four losses in a row for a win at Watford? Absolutely not, because we know that we can get more points. But um, our, our form has been crazy, though. Um, away from home. And no, Norwich had a blip at the weekend, clearly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Can we take the game to them and come away with something? I, I just think that if we. <coughs> I mean, we, we know what Norwich do, don't we? They they keep the ball. They like they've got very good players on on show as well. And all right, fair, so be it. But so have a lot of teams in this division uh, that we've proved wrong and said, look, we're going to go out there, we're going to do our thing, go quietly about it, and we do it. I can't see, or oh, sorry, yeah, no, I can't see how we can't go there and get a result. Like people look and go, oh, you're playing Norwich, they're a decent side, top of the table, this and that. They're on form. Half a minor blip, but, but our record against top teams at the moment is pretty decent, this isn't is it? it? But I, I will never like I always sit there and say, right, every single podcast that we get asked similar sort of questions and we mention it against the better teams, we become a better team. True. So I will sit there and say, we'll go to Norwich tomorrow night or tonight if you're listening. Whenever you're listening, it will be tonight, most probably. But um, I think we'll go there, and I think we'll put it to him, and I think. You know, if we do lose a game, I think it'd be whilst going at them. We're not going to sit back and take it. Whereas in the past, maybe, you know, when we lost 3-0 the other year, we kind of just took it a little bit. We got rolled over by them. But I don't think it's going to be the same this year. If you think about um, Norwich, you can't talk about that picture without thinking back to that momentous FA Cup Cup, win. Um, It was brilliant there, wasn't it? The atmosphere was fantastic. And when we scored... um, Incredible, wasn't it? It's a memory that you're going to live with forever, isn't it? Oh, of course. I mean, I can. When I saw a video, I think it was earlier the day before, coming up, I was at that goal from Scott Rendell and it went in. And I think oh, I was there. I remember it. And just like you say, the atmosphere. The atmosphere was cool. And then watching yeah. it back. Because um, it was massive for us at the time, wasn't it? I think well, of we, course. We were the first non league club to beat a Premier League team. In the FA Cup. Yeah. Unbelievable. And, you know, we've, you know what? Luton Town have set so many first things, first records, uh, but that one was momentous. And Simon Pitts, if you're listening, um, your commentary on that day uh, over the track of the goal, well worth listening to again um, because he was feeling exactly what we mm-hmm. were feeling uh, when we were jumping up and down uh, celebrating. Uh, if you had to think of a score prediction, what are you thinking? <laughs> um, I'll be honest I think we're going to get a point so I'm going to go for a one all draw oh by the way it's nice to have you here to do that prediction score uh, Luke's not giving his in so. I, was, I was nearly uh, close to my prediction the other day remember when he asked me yeah. at the pub I said 2-1 2-1 yeah. I was sitting there going oh might be 2-1 but there's some predictions right but yeah what about you Dave what are you thinking <laughs> well I'm hopeful that we don't lose um, I would be happy with the draw of any mm-hmm. description 
but I've got to give a prediction. So I'm, I'm, my gut feeling is we're going to find it really tough. I think we'd be, we'd, it'll be good if we get a, a one-all. Yeah, so I'm going to go with the one-one. I think it's gonna be, yeah, you can go for one as well. You copied me there, Dave. That's All right, then I'll not, go. No, I'm joking. I'll no, go, no, no, because because no, 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 no because Dave, I think it's, it's gonna fine. be really difficult. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be a Burnley all over again, and that's what it's gonna be. Every well, I hope so. You know, I don't. I mean, if we come away with there with, with something mm-hmm. and sets Bonus. us up and sets us up nicely for Sunday, uh, and for everybody, we will be doing our Watford preview show um, later on in the week. Uh, we were scheduled to do it, but. Because of Luke's illness, we're going to wait for him to to, to lead that one. Uh, but it will happen. We will be getting the preview show up. Uh, watch on YouTube or uh, on on your regularly listening where you listen to your your podcasts. Um, our next five league games again. When you look down this list, there's not easy ones, are there? Norwich. Um, no game is easy in this league. Norwich, and then the people from the allotments, and then Sunderland, <laughs> Reading, and Blackpool. Um, all of those teams are on, well, four of those teams are on a good run. Um, I'm not going to ask how many points we're going to get, but it doesn't look, it looks daunting, doesn't it? Uh, No, I disagree with that, Dave. I wouldn't say daunting at all, because I'm looking at Norwich, I'm looking at obviously them lot next Sunday, and I'm thinking, we can easily get four points. Four points? I was about to say four points out of that. Four points, is that? It's not only that, is it? No. We can probably get four points out of it as well, but we can get four points out of that, I think. I think we could. Maybe people go, oh, maybe it's the beer talking. Maybe it is. Sunderland at home, I think it's going to be a tough one. That's. I think Sunderland is the one I'm looking at. I think that's the toughest one out of the lot. Wow. And people are going to say, what? We talking about, mate, you're smoking something. No, I'm not, but... Let us know what you think on the comments below if you feel that uh, the next five games, uh, l- excluding um, our, our local derby, exclude that one because that's going to be a totally different preview show. So think about um, Sunderland, Reading and Blackpool. How many points are we going to get from that? Sunderland, Reading, Blackpool. Mm, it's a difficult tough. one. But what would you be happy with? Six? Um, I, I don't know because in six you... You're looking at a loss somewhere. I don't want to lose. Well, I never want to lose, but, you know. Here, here, I'll put it this way. I'll take a draw at Blackpool. I'm winning at home to Reading. And I'd like to win the Sunderland game. But I'd possibly take a draw and form there on. They look like a decent side. So maybe five to... Maybe, yeah, maybe five points is maybe... But no, we've got, we've got to win two of them at home. We've got to, win, we've got to get the home form up and running. That's that's the main thing about it. I think we're looking a bit better now. And obviously the, the, the away form might change in the next two games. Hopefully not. Hopefully we you know carry on doing what we're doing. Well, let's 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 hope that uh, at Norwich we've been a decent performance um, and then we walk on from there and, and we build from there for, mm. for, for, for what is a game that we've all been looking forward to. So don't forget, we are doing a proper full-on Watford preview. Um, we've invited people to phone in and uh, we will be doing it and recording that soon. Should have been this evening, but unfortunately, um, as I said already, Luke's not been very well. So we, it, we, if you haven't been contacted by Jacob, you will be. Um, Reading and Millwall games, just a little thing before we finish. Reading and Millwall games are now on Sky. Uh, Lansbury obviously has been nominated for goal of the month. Um, should win that, shouldn't he? You'd think so, wouldn't you? And uh, we've, as a football club, have support, supporting the Big Step campaign to kick gambling ads out of football, uh, which means that you have to stop betting on us, Pataro. 
<laughs> I don't, to be fair. I just bet on corners. That's what I, I'm so predictable. Um, I think that's all yeah. we've got time for, Bataro. I think we've done all right. Uh, if Luke doesn't... Yeah, yeah I if, mean, he'll probably disagree with you, Luke, but yeah, it, when you're I listening, but... Don't um, care. If we have to do it, we have to do it, right? Um, if you're travelling up to Norwich right now, have a safe journey, enjoy the game, and let's hope um, we come back with something um, for everyone who hasn't got tickets to Watford. Uh, still join in. Join in with us and join in with our conversation regarding the game coming up. Uh, we will be releasing a special preview show on that. Leave your comments below. Uh, if you haven't already subscribed on YouTube, please do subscribe. Uh, we really, really uh, are thankful for your support. And uh, hopefully we'll uh, come back with a really decent result from, uh, uh, from Vicarage let's Road. Hope. Let's hope, eh? Yeah. That's no. what we've got time for. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Bye. Cheers. <laughs>